Winning comes in all shapes and sizes. Every day there's an opportunity for a win, just like scratchers from the Virginia Lottery. Every day grab-and-go, every day giftable, every day fun. It's where anticipation meets instant gratification. And they're satisfying to scratch, no matter the outcome. Like the new Virginia Lottery Scratcher Colossal Cash. It's loaded with $100 to $500 prizes. Now, that's an everyday win. Drive to the nearest Virginia Lottery retail location and pick up a scratcher today. Odds of winning any prize, 1 in 3.21. We're making lower emission vehicles our priority. Reusable packaging, our priority. And carbon capture research to offset emissions, our priority. Because Earth is our priority. At FedEx, we know sustainability means a lot to you. And we feel the same way. Our goal is to be carbon neutral by 2040. We call it Priority Earth. FedEx, where now meets next. You got to go out there and make challenges. You know, you got to make your challenge here. Go on television and make challenges. Yeah, you, you go to the fight. Go on television shows. And say, I want you, motherfucker. You should go like, everybody's scared of me in the UFC. You know what I mean? If you're not scared, yeah, you can have pride for your family. Your mother, your father, your sister, your children all know you're a coward. I love your family it. name is going down <laughs> as cowards. You're the head of your family and you're a coward. Yeah. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. I'm Evan Britton. And I'm Mike Tyson. Mike, we got a fucking oh, monster man. in the we house, We have a dude. superstar here, man. Superstar, the baby. superstar. Everybody's going to know your name. They're going to name babies after you, man. Be careful, <laughs> man. Wear condoms, man. Have a lawyer, with you, a lawyer with you at all times, man. That's all you need. A trainer and a lawyer. You need nothing else. That's brother. it, baby. You don't need no hang-ons. You need nothing else. You got your agent, your trainer, your lawyer. Your lawyer. Francis yeah, Ngannou, welcome, my brother. Thank great you. to have you here. Really man. Thank you very yeah, much. It's really I great. Appreciate it's a huge honor for me. Man, I was just watching you before. Man, you knocked everybody. He knocked um, DeSoto out. He knocked Vasquez out. He yeah. knocked my man from Holland out. Overeen out. Yeah. Oh, over. Oh, man, this is some good stuff, man. It was really good. So you knocked some really legends out. You knocked some all-time greats out, man. You know, uh, six years ago, I was in uh, in Morocco yeah. trying to find my way to go to, to Europe because that uh, that's always uh, been my dream to get somewhere that I can have opportunity and out there you know it was just like immigrating so every we was uh, illegal you know like those similar like Mexican trying to cross the job? border did you get jobs no no, no job we sometimes we live in the forest wow. uh, hiding for the cops trying to cross the border to go to Spain and uh, anytime that and it was did you have food no, sometimes we eat? sometime we have to go uh, hunt. Sometimes we have to go uh, wait to the tr- uh, trash truck. Did anybody ever see you and we, just we, say, "Hey, need food, never"? No, when they <laughs> we, we have to hide because we yeah. we didn't know who was the police yeah. or not, and there was like uh, in a regular clothes yeah. sometime to come there. Detectives, cash yeah. us, yes. And um, when I, I went in rough. Sometimes you have a hard time, and um, we have a chance to go to. Sometimes you have a chance to go to, on uh, use internet on tonight. And I always watch boxing because my dream was to boxing. That was like my motivation to watch Mike Tyson uh, on uh, YouTube because that's when I I never watch your fight really? because I grew up in Africa and 
I didn't have a damn TV, nothing <laughs> like that, you know. And I was watching it. I'm like, damn, I can do this. I'm going to do this. <laughs> and uh, I watch all this fight. I go through this. I'm like, how is it possible to be like heavyweight? Because heavyweight does suppose, uh, usually they are not so technical, you know. But I'm like, how is it possible to be like heavyweight and be so uh, technical? Everything was like, like uh, perfect, you know. And uh, even today, I still believe that I can put Mike Tyson video and then to teach those kickboxing to say, okay, this how you put, you raise your hand, this how you move, this how you dodge, this how you do the clock. Because everything, even in the fight, was great, which is something that uh, I haven't seen uh, before that you don't see often. Because when you see this professional fighter, obviously as amateur uh, fighter. They did all this stuff, raise their hand, move perfectly. But when they become pro, everybody hand down this, that. Mm. And you can show some kids like this, how they box. That doesn't make sense. Why do you tell me that the box like this and the professional boxer is boxing like this, like that, you know? And it was, for me, it was something just unbelievable. And it was my motivation because despite my situation at the time, I always believed that, I don't know uh, why, but it seems like, I had some voice in my mind who told me that it's going to happen. How? I don't know. But it's going to happen. And then I'm like, yes, I'm going to do it. And that was just like six to seven years ago. And today I'm here, you're telling me about my KO, which is like, where? I'm like, is it yeah, real? No, you did what you don't know what you did. Know what you did? You, no. um, you, um, your words were your destiny. You spoke out your reality. And you said, I'm going to do that. That's what happened to me. I was locked up in a juvenile detention center at, what, 1978, maybe 1979, something to that. Yeah, 78, 77. I was like, what, 12 or 11, I was locked up in a juvenile detention. And I'd be watching the movie The Greatest, and it was cool. And as soon as the lights came on, Muhammad Ali came in. And as soon as he came in, everybody lost. I mean, the staff, the, pol the guards, the police, everybody lost. And I was, I, I want to be like him. First thing I said, I want to be like him. I don't know why I said it. Maybe because everybody was clapping, going crazy, and I wanted, I saw it dead, and I, and I got high off that rush. I said, I want to be like him. I, I yes. didn't know I was going to do it, but I said, I want to be like him. You know, um, the thing is, I didn't even have a chance to have a real murder on life. Like, obviously, uh -huh. we heard about Mike Tyson, but I couldn't watch Mike Tyson fight. We didn't have TVs, you know. We barely have a lamp to read our book. Um, I started to work at 10. I was 10 years old to be able to support my uh, scholarship. And um, that's how I grew up. But uh, you're right, because the thing is like, um, you know, in where I'm from, I'm from Cameroon and from some small village. And it's very, people, they are very hopeless because they feel like they lose everything. Nothing is made for them. You know, they're forgetting. Mm -hmm. And uh, they're like, okay, you have to settle to this. And that's why I always have problem with my family because I was a dream. Mm -hmm. I was very ambitious. I'm like, I want this. I'm like, no, you are not You are not for that class of life. You don't belong to that class. And you can't do it. I'm like, why? Why I can't do it? And I'm like, no, you, you have to be like a farmer, like your dad. You have to do this like your grandpa i'm like then 
who says who says that who say he can ch he can change mm. you know then and uh, I really looked back at that time like just being um, uh, doesn't agree with my parents with my uh, elder so he was like uh, I was like a bad seed you know among kids but that's what you were called yeah you I, I, I was a very bad one so at the point that when I go somewhere some if I if I sat here somebody he would just change his wallet and put it on this side I'm like this kid is so ambitious he's gonna end up bad you know nobody never understand like what was my dream I'm like I just have to change the situation I just have to be something else you know uh, I believe that I can make my own destiny I mean Nobody say he won't be, says he won't be it will be easy, but uh, it's still possible, you know. And uh, that always my thought. And I think that's uh, one of the things that make me decide to know uh, to to make the change. Like I gonna do my own thing. And basically, when I came up with my dream to become a boxer, I'm like, what the fuck is that? Who tell you it's possible for you? Look at you. Look at where you came from. How is it possible? Look in the entire country. Who have who had succeeded with boxing? Then they would take some example. They would say like um, because we have some uh, famous boxer there who unfortunately didn't do great uh, life wise. What's the uh, name? Like, like Joseph Besala, uh, Jean Marie Emebe, like Watabele. Don't mention those guys. I'm like, look at those guys. Their life, their life is miserable. I'm like, yes, but uh, my own uh, doesn't have to end up like that. It can be different. I can take my own chance, my own chance, and uh doesn't matter if I fail, you know. I, I can still, I, at least I try, you know. The um, the loser is those who, the guy who didn't try. If you try mm -hmm. and didn't make it, you are not a loser, you know. And you're going to do something else, but be in peace with yourself, like, okay, I tried. I'm a strong believer in that. You know, yeah. during my life, my life is full of mistakes, but I didn't stand on the wall and do nothing. I, I, I did something. Yeah. You know, I didn't know what to do, but and I made a, bit, a lot of mistakes, but I, didn't, I did something. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, hey, yeah. Definitely, man. You, you did a lot. Yeah, I didn't and stand on the wall and just do nothing. I did something. And then when you're somewhere fighting for dream, uh, for your dream, for something, to make something, and then... They came up with some story like with Mike Tyson on and this guy will end up go to jail and come back and still be in the top level. I'm like, everything is possible, you know? Yes, I mean, it's like a motivation. Sometimes good things are really good, but uh, the most important uh, thing sometimes uh, that you can also look up uh, in what's supposed to be bad and see the good in it. Absolutely. And that's what... That's what is really important. That's what you learn out of it, you know. I remember Ali, you know, he didn't go to prison, but they took his, he couldn't fight for three years. Yeah. And he came back, eventually won the title, you know, after losing the court, um, losing the phrase and losing the Norton, but he still came back and won the title. That's because he refused to go to Vietnam? Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. And when I went to prison for three years, I said, I'm going to do it too, just like Ali. But I said, I'm going to win the title the first fight. He didn't win the first fight with Frazier. But I said, the first fight, I'm going to win. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I think it's always good when you have to look to, I mean, you, us human, we are weak 
And we always need to look up to somebody as an example to oh, prove ourselves. We don't that. know. We, yeah. Same thing as myself, you know. I said when I saw Ali and them guys, I, I didn't really never, I didn't see Ali in his prime, but I saw Ray Lennon and Duran. Mm, yeah. and, and as soon as I saw them, I said, I, I, this is what I'm going to do in my life. I'll die before I not make this. This is what I'm going to dedicate my life to. It's interesting, isn't it? Like you have no idea know, what you're capable of. I didn't, I didn't of. know I could do it. Then I saw those guys, and I saw them guys pull order. Uh, the people went crazy. I said, I want the people to do that for me. Mm, yeah. I said, I want the people to do that for me. It's for fuck me up, turn me out. <laughs> turn me out. It's watching them fight. I said, fuck, I want to do that. I want to be those guys. You know, it's pretty cool, Mike, that you had that experience, and then through your career, you can inspire guys like Francis, you know? A thousand of thousands, millions I mean, yeah, of guys. Of course, I mean, of course. Because uh, I believe uh, inspiration is not just about uh, you, you inspire people, not just in boxing, but in everything. Some guy who maybe uh, has struggled as a lawyer or journalist or whatever, or entrepreneur, he might uh, listen to your story, watch up, uh, look out to you, and then you know, uh, be inspired by. And there is a lot of people out there like this. Exactly. Yeah. Just like when you were talking about those guys, you keep your hands up. You know why you keep your hands up? Because if you don't keep your hands up, look what happened to the guys you knocked out. They didn't keep their hands up. I mean, so what happened to them, exactly. right? Exactly. Keep your hands up. And and that is life in general yeah. because... Uh, and life, keep you your keep hands your guards up. And yeah. life, your guards, your conscious guard. Yeah. Keep it up in life. Yeah. yeah. I didn't have opportunity to do boxing until I was 22. That was the first time I worked to the boxing gym. I was 22 years old. How did you get there? <laughs> Very interesting. Because, uh, you know, I was, uh, you know, this uh, motorcycle taxi yeah. in Africa? Oh, yeah. I was doing it. Wow, dude. Yes. And uh, at some point, I'm like, so I cannot do this all my life? <laughs> and how about my dream? <laughs> I'm like, you know, and this, I've been working on this been working in my mind for a very long time and at 22 i'm like okay i'm done because i left school i was uh, 17 so it was five years after i'm like it's been five years what did i uh, do exactly nothing and like i'm gonna chase my dream then i saw that motorcycle oh my family everybody said this guy lost his mind please help francis francis is going crazy <laughs> <laughs> he, he sold his bike he to go box. Yeah. What is boxing? What the hell is boxing? I'm like, I don't know exactly what the hell is boxing, <laughs> but it's, I know what is my dream, and I'm going to try it. I don't have, there is no guarantee that I'm going to succeed. I mean, to be honest, there was no guarantee. There was not even, I can't even, <laughs> I can't even blame them to don't believe in me because that was just realistic, you know? Uh -huh. And uh, but I was so bummed out that I can't, I cannot do this. <laughs> then I saw the bike. I'm like, damn, I don't care about it. Let's go do it. Then I'm like, you should keep doing your job, finding wife, do this. I'm like, so and have kids, and they have the same miserable life as me, being ashamed uh, in front of their friend all the time. No way. I'm gonna try something <laughs> different. And that's how I worked to the boxing. I was 22 years old. And what I found... Was found, it a boxing gym by you? 
near close to where you lived or no it must have been awful must have been like on a, on a grass no. on a it was on like the ground or some, a ring on the ground on the dirt <laughs> or something no that's why i saw my bike because um growing up i have a dream to become a um uh, my uh, com- uh martial artist since uh-huh. when i was a kid uh-huh. i never loved being a so huge soccer fan Asoka is famous in my country, but never have a chance to have a, somewhere to train. Mm. Mm-hmm. Karate, boxing, nothing. Hundred miles away, around there were nothing wow. to train. You, you know. Yeah. So I grew up with this. I grew up with this frustration, and I was always expecting somebody to come there and do something. You know, I don't know who, but. You know, just come there and do something who could allow me to be able to train. Mm. Yeah. And um, then I, I saw the bike, my bike. And when I walk to the gym, I find out some how interesting is boxing. You know, it's not just about fight. It's not just about go there and knocking people out. But it's about to know how to fall, uh, fall down. Stand up, you know. Fighting, thinking. Fighting's not for tough people. They shouldn't be fighters. Yeah, tough people shouldn't be fighters. Only smart people should be fighters. Because it's a thinking game. It's not a tough man game. Yeah. So you first time you ever boxed twenty two. Um. No. Yes, 22. 22. I was 22 because what I've you, when, when you What made you think that you wanted to be in the UFC? Who did you see fighting in the UFC? So, uh, to be honest, I never, I didn't know UFC at yeah. the time. I didn't know what was UFC. I mean, I have watched, uh, saw UFC a few times on TV, but I didn't even have TV. Maybe sit, uh, sat in some bar and saw uh, mm. see a UFC fight. And I was like, okay, I don't know what is that, but let's move on. Until I went in France, like uh, in 2013, that was my first time. Then I walked to the gym. Uh, I I didn't, I was homeless at the time because I didn't have nobody, no money. I just came out to Morocco that I've been there for one year. Then I moved. Did they treat you nice in Morocco? Oh, hell no. No, no, no. Black people are motherfucker, right? It's hard to be black in the world, huh? Not only that you're black, but you're poor, you're dead, you're oh, like shit. miserable, you know? You don't even have clothes, you don't have what to eat. Smell like shit. You smell smell like shit. Sometimes you don't, you you can do like two weeks with uh, two weeks without uh, take, a, take a shower and all those things. So, oh no. <laughs> you see... Is a really mental game. Listen, you have to be strong in poor, your mind. The poorest section in, in America is a heaven to somebody from Africa, huh? Yes, and uh, and that's exactly what happened when I went in the France. Poorest section in America is heaven. The is heaven to the African. It's heaven. The poorest motherfucker. Just think of L.A. The poorest, the homeless, with all the downtown, with all the homeless that he's eating off the street. That's heaven to him. That's heaven. That's exactly what happened when I went in France. Because when I went in France... You look at those people and say, get them the fuck out of here. What are these people doing here? But to him, this is fucking heaven. People <laughs> you can talk to, they got food out here. Man, fuck that. I don't even have to work. I'm eating every day. <laughs> you know, imagine if I start begging. I might become a millionaire. Imagine you got your sign out there. And the next day you know somebody in the Rolls Royce come pick you up at the end of the day. 
and take you home. <laughs> yes, when I went in France, it was very interesting to see people complaining about everything. You know, uh, hair care was free. You can find place for, to eat for free. And for me, this was a heaven. I'm like, I was a homeless at the time, but I think that this was the one of the best moments in my life. I was somewhere that I can't even, I cannot care about uh, being sick or what to eat. For f the first time in my life, I was, uh, what, 26 or 27 at the time. This was the very first time. And I was very happy with that, even though I was homeless. And people was like, why your situation is like really bad, sorry. I'm like, don't don't mind me. I'm good. I'm really good. <laughs> no shit. America, Americans start getting mad. They don't got no food. We just go see somebody with some snatch the fuck out. We start eating the food. <laughs> we start fighting in America when we're hungry. We start stealing and taking stuff. Right? Yeah. That's what we do. When we get hungry, we start taking and stealing stuff. Robbing and stealing. Begging and stuff. Yeah. yeah that's how um, I... I went in France, then uh, I walked to the gym, and I told them right away. I was honest with them. I'm like, look, guys, I really want to do this, but I don't have no money, even no clothes, nothing, no place to sleep. But I just want somewhere that uh, I can train because I'm going to oh, be I know when they saw you, they said, yeah. And they yeah, come right no, on Right on yeah, so it was kind of like um, too controversial thing. Like this guy worked uh, through the gym with nothing and just like he's going to be a world champion. So we are here. We don't want to be world champion, you know. So it's this kind of ego. But at the meantime, they look the man and them like, okay, let's give him some credit, you know. Yeah, and I'm like, okay, we're going to talk to the main coach and see what he said. And uh, four days after... Uh, they called me and said, yes, the coach agreed that you can train, uh, you can come train with us. And I was very happy. I was like, this is the beginning of everything. Yes. Wow, man. How old were you then? 22. Right? You were 22? No, 20, 27. You were I mean, 27. in France. Yes, I was in France. See, that's why. This is 2013. What I, believe. Hmm. I believe it doesn't matter if anybody has his, his determination and will is what counts. Hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? If he has the, you know what I mean, the tenacity, you yeah. know, the resilience, you know what I mean, the determination, the willpower to succeed, doesn't matter what age you are. You have to have that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A positive mindset. Totally positive. Yes. And have madly, madly affectionate and love for yourself. You have to love yourself to treat yourself right. There's no way you're going to be successful if, you don't have, if you're not madly in love with yourself. You have to believe you deserve all the success that you, you're being given. You know how many success, even myself, I'm all this money, hundreds of millions. I, I don't deserve this. Mm. I got it too easy. I didn't work really hard to get it, really. I'm, I'm hanging out and I'm partying. I'm beating these guys easy one, two rounds. And I started, my mind started playing games, got negative with me. Started getting self-destructive, mm. you know? Yeah, I understand mm. that. Yeah. Set yourself up to fall. You gotta always think about beautiful things. Yeah. What are you gonna do this? How am I gonna set my children up for the future? Always have goals. Because mm. once you once I accomplished that goal, the youngest champion or whatever it was, it got tricky. Mm. Then I wanted to take more time off to spend time here and do this. Now I accomplished my goal. I wanna, I wanna start meeting girls, I wanna start meeting new people hang, I wanna start learning things. You forget, you always gotta stay focused till it's over. The fat lady's thing, you know. Yeah. When you when people watch you, sometimes fighters are watching you. Other fighters are watching. You, see if you're slipping. They say if you hear, they know people that hang around you. What's he doing? How's he working out? 
You know, we're just waiting for you to fall. You're threatening to people. Yes, they're sneaking around. Yeah, you see your mistake. See what you're doing. Yeah, just stay on top. Always stay positive. Let them see you working hard at all times. Always prepared. Mm-hmm. That's what fighting is about. Always being prepared. Never know when that championship fight's gonna come. The guy might fall out. Hey, you got you ready? Championship match. You gotta be ready at all times. Mm-hmm. So you'll be at dinner somewhere in the fight call. You ready to fight all times? Be ready. When was your first pro fight? It was four months after um, you started. I started. Wow. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> yes. I mean, I was there my very first time. I was 27, and I went to the gym. I'm like, um, started do boxing. I'm done like, okay, so if you need the faster income to help you get out in your situation, you have to do MMA. Then I'm like, what's MMA? I'm like, it's mixed martial arts. Okay, that's good, but what's mixed martial arts? What does that mean? You know? Yeah. So I have to tell them, or uh, they have to explain me, all those things. Then uh, <laughs> I'm like, no, man, I don't want to do that shit. <laughs> I just want to do the boxing. You know the Mike Tyson boxing? They say yes. I'm like, let's do that one. That's what I've been uh, looking for. Yeah. So I don't want to wrestle. I don't want to do all these things. I'm like, okay, but keep that in mind, you know. But then put this up together, like a few months after, I went to the gym who was a crossfight MMA factory and um, they said the same thing like yes you should do MMA and they was like specialized in MMA and I'm like okay since I just have my time let's do it I was doing boxing and MMA and it was one month and a half two months after they said yes we have a fight we think we should you should try I'm like really they say yes I'm like Okay, let's go for it. Cool. <laughs> How'd that turn out? The first one was good. Um, the second one, I lost the second one. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I kept doing MMA because uh, the second one, I was about to win that fight, win the title. I'm like, okay, I'm done with the MMA experience. Let's go to the boxing. But I lost the fight. Since I couldn't leave the MMA with, on, with the loss, so you will sound like I'm quitting. I'm like, no. That's not a good idea. I can't do that. I have to clean this out. Then that's how I keep move. Yeah. And then the, the next one, I get paid like uh, 2,000 euros. Whoa, was a two- you happy, right? <laughs> yes. He was a tournament. Uh, 2,000 euros. Wow. That was the first money in Europe. I just called in Africa. I'm like, hey, mom, you know, do you still have, uh, have you celebrated this? Uh, because in March 8th, it's like um, International Women's Day. I say, how was your International Women's Day? So I'm like, well, you know, I'm like, you know what? You're going to have a special International Women's Day. Your son is out here. <laughs> he was just awesome. two, yeah, he was just 2,000 euros, but oh, two man. 2,000 euros is a lot of money. Yes, you don't it have was no a money. lot. The very first one. I never, I mean, I dinner, never had that money in my life. Shit. Yes. That's awesome. I never have that money in my life, that kind of money in my life. And I, uh, my friend, uh, I was uh, with friends out there in France, and they always take me out and support everybody, pay my own. I'm like, hey, guy, I got you it's this time. Now. It's my turn. Let's do it. That's what I did all the time. <laughs> yeah. That's amazing, dude. That's beautiful. How did, how did it feel then 
as you you're starting to live your dream now, man. How did that feel? Were you just like, this is it? This is where I'm supposed to be? You know, I mean, I love what I'm doing. I love where I am. But uh, I think I haven't achieved my dream. Mm. I'm doing great. My life has changed. What is your dream? Some part. Mm? What is your dream? My dream? Um, my my main dream is to the, to become a boxer. And I yeah. think, yeah, I haven't take that dream away. Okay. It's still in the line. <laughs> I still have that dream in the line. And I believe that I can achieve it. I believe you that know, too, man. I you believe start it. now and then start. Get some yeah, boxing matches. Because uh, what's happening? You're fighting yeah. some boxing matches. Then. Yeah. Yes. What's happened uh, before with the UFC? I was just there, so when I I won this tournament, then I get this money, and then I'm like very excited. So at least I get something, uh, I get paid for something because I didn't have paper in uh, residential card, and I couldn't even work, you know. So uh, there is something that I can have money out of it. I'm like, okay, let's do it, maybe to have money. Then two years after, like it was my birthday, my birthday, and my coach uh, called me. I'm like. Guess what? I'm like, I don't know. Tell me. He was like, yes, uh, we just got your UFC contract. I'm like, really? Mm. And what did that mean exactly? Because I didn't even like expecting or dreaming too much about UFC. I'm just like, well, whatever. But I want to become a boxer. That was my dream. <laughs> then since the UFC uh, was the opportunity right there who came to me, I had to take it be- before figure out what next but i have to take the opportunity you know so that's how i get in the usa what's the biggest purse you ever had yet my biggest purse yeah why it's not millions like yours no it's just <laughs> starting but you don't expect that yet uh, you're gonna get your day trust me. half of million that's a lot trust me yeah you're a lot coming back home from africa yeah gonna be more trust me Yes, I know. Uh, your attitude positive. All, life is all about attitude. How your attitude, you have a wonderful attitude. Yes, yeah. I, and what I like in it is like, uh, I mean, I can't say I have achieved maybe some part of my dream. Not all of them, but some part of it. Because uh, when I go back home today, I look at my family, you know, I'm I'm happy. I'm happy that they are not concerned about anything anymore you know because my biggest fear um, before i left cameroon i went to see my see my mom i i stayed with my mom for like three weeks she didn't know why i was there for that long but i was there because that was my last time before i leave and i didn't know how it's going to turn end up end up out there because people die you're going in the ocean uh with not uh, with the uh Uh, um, a life preserver yeah and you don't know what's gonna happen then i'm like looking at staring at my mom sometime like this and she was like what i'm like no nothing so i was thinking like maybe this might be the last time that i'm i'm seeing her oh but i have to do this otherwise you know uh how do i gonna change the situation because We've been through a lot, and our mom always uh, been there for us. And I'm like, okay, this has to change sometime. You know, as a kid, I, 
I was able to see the fear in the eye of my mom. I'm like, she doesn't have to to fear. She doesn't have to be like that. And uh, one of my goal was to take that fear out of her. And it took a long time to make her feel like safe because like when I started to do my thing and like send money to her, and she was even scared to use the money because she'm like, okay, if I use it today, tomorrow, what's yeah. gonna happen tomorrow? You know, when you when you don't have for a long time, you have something, you're trying to extend it for all the rest of the time. I'm like, mom, I got you. Let's do it, like, you know. But it being a long process. Did but she ever, you ever um, try to process to get her over here in America? I tried. I tried to make her come to my last fight. But uh, they, they denied her visa for twice. Huh. I tried twice, you know. But um, I'm going to try again next year. You don't give up. When the U.S. is going to go in France, first we're going to make that happen in France. Can't your agents help you out on something like that? Did you they hurt me, right but it's, yeah. it's, not, it's not just about uh, my agent. They, my agent... Laws? I'm talking about lawyer to get some work over the laws and stuff. You know, it's political stuff. We are a small country coming to America. Who are you? What is your position in life? You know. No, my star is a star fighter in, in America in the UFC organization. No. And his name is such and such, and this is his name, and he's the champion. He's going to be champion of the yeah, world. That, he's going to be representing this country. Yeah, that's cool, but it doesn't help as much because even the UFC helpful. Mm-hmm. You know, they uh, um, write they write down the letter and everything, perfect, but support everything and it didn't work. Did you, know? you have? Um, did he ever get you any immigration lawyers? We're gonna, immigration we, lawyers. we're gonna try that next time. But yeah. the first time we thought it's gonna just gonna be. No, I guess some immigration lawyers. She's gonna come here, man. It's not no yeah. way that she's gonna come here. Gonna Unbelievable dream, you know. See all you're doing for your family. You can do so much for your family. Just keep yes. fighting hard and believing. That's amazing, family. man, mm. that you could do that. You, you know. could take care of your family that way. Well, when I, is your next fight? I think you should ask Dana White that question. He's the boss. He's Fucking my boss. Dana White. I, I don't know. I don't have an answer with that question. I, I've been asking shape, myself. Man. They can't the put you on the thing. shelf. Get on the shelf and get stale. You got to stay in shape. Let the people keep... You got Alex. Let the public keep your face in, in perspective. Let people know who you yeah. are. You got a great personality. Every time Africans come over, they like to smile a lot and happy like you. They fucking put them in front of everything. Yes, and I really you, know, you see that loopy girl. You see they put her. You know what I'm talking about, right? The girl, the black African girl. You know what I'm talking about. They got her everywhere. She's like an honorary the actress. Person. Yeah, Lupita. Yeah, she's Nyong'o. Like, yeah, she's like everywhere. She's like the honorary white person and stuff. <laughs> She goes places African Americans don't go, you know, and that could be you, dude. And then you can open the door for other Africans. That's the point. That. That's your purpose. You have to, you know that, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I believe that, you know. So, um, I was talking about like uh, dreaming about somebody who could. Co- when I was kid, dreaming about somebody who could come there and do something for for us, and unfortunately, that person never never came. And uh, at some point, I think it was like three years or four years ago, and I'm like, because you know when you grow up, I don't know if you have that feeling, but I always have this feeling of uh, my uh, uh, childhood 
missing. Like there is something that I still have to fill up in yeah. my childhood box, you know. Yeah. And um, I'm like, okay, I'm going to uh, be the guy maybe for other kids, but for myself. And then uh, I just opened a gym there, a foundation for kids, you know, trying to trying to uh, awesome. give them because they might have some kids there, some kids there with the same dream as me. Yeah, definitely, and right. I I believe that knowing that what that will represent for me, you know, I believe that even like doing it for like three, four kids, that's worth it. Definitely, man. So wait, going back, is it why does why does Dana White do shit like that? Like why is it personal? Does he get does he just decide? Does he have you know, is he judge, jury, and executioner when it comes to who's fighting and who's not? <laughs> no, I don't think he it's like, like that. This is how this is how well, you call Dana like a promoter pretty much, right? So this is how a promoter do a promoter looks who's gonna be the biggest draw. If you're a champion, who's going to put more people in the seats? You know, you could be listening. Some guy, look, you look at a guy like Cormier. He's a great fighter, right? But He's you know, really great. He's a great fighter. This happens in boxing, too. Great fighter. Can't nobody beat him, but he can't bring people to the seats like that. Mm. You know what I mean? And then you get a guy that's not as exciting to him and stuff or something, but he has this little marker, he does his thing, he brings his flag in and stuff, and that excites the people, you know what I mean? They're, um, what do you call, what do you call that stuff when you, patrioticism and all that stuff, because this is a really patriotic country, especially when you bring the flag in the ring. But I feel like stuff. Francis is a guy that people are excited to see fight. I think so too. I don't know if Dana thinks so. No, I think, uh, Right now, they are having a uh, issue, uh, having fight for me, basically with the trilogy between uh, Stipe and DC, because I should be next on the title line. Mm. But since they want to do Stipe and DC, that complicate everything. Who keeps? Do you want to put them on? Who are those guys? Stipe Miocic, the guy that's big, Cormier. Yeah, the guy yeah, Cormier. yeah. So. That's what is making my situation complicated right now. Yeah, I don't know those guys. They don't want to fight you. you know? Because uh, I like should, I should be fighting um, a Stipe next. But they want to do Stipe and DC. Who are the big heavyweights right now? Stipe, Cormier, John Jones. Stipe He's is the champ. John Jones. Stipe is the champ. Yes, and John Jones is light heavyweight. Yeah. Who you want to fight? Yeah. I want to fight the champ, yeah. and uh, I have a I have a undone yeah. business with Stipe. You know, I fought it once, and uh, I w that fight didn't go well for me, and I want to fix it right now. Yeah, revenge. I want the revenge, and I, the meantime, I want the title. All right, let's do it again, dude. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. So this is back in. This was their last fight in August. Yeah, he kicked. I can't believe he did that, Cormier. He was getting beat up, but he just find a, a spot, the body shot, and then as soon as he started with that body shot, I feel it was a good one. Cormier just started feel really bad. Yeah, it was a good one. Yeah. Uh, when is there? Because John Jones keeps calling out. Where's John Jones in the order of that? No, John John is the charm in the He's light the heavyweight. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he wants to come to heavyweight, he said. Well, let let be so. 
I'm in the heavyweight, so yeah, get it I mean, on. if he come to the heavyweight right now, at least I'll have some fight sooner. <laughs> no doubt. I see. So they're getting ready to promote the, the third, third fight. Yeah. Yes. With DC and Miocic. And that's what uh, really complicates my situation. Ah. You got to go out there and make challenges. You know, you got to make your challenge here. Go on television and make challenges. Yeah, you go to the put fights. Put on television shows. And say, I want you, motherfucker. Yeah, go on television shows. And say, why am I not fighting? You know <laughs> you're scared. Whoever wins that fight. You, you, go, you should go like this. Everybody's scared of me in the UFC. You know what I mean? If you're not scared, yeah, you have pride for your family. If mother, your father, your sister, your children all know you're a coward, show your family some pride. Put pride in your family's name, you coward. I your love family it. name is going down <laughs> with cows. You're the head of your family and you're a coward. Yeah. Francis, uh, you got to spend, what, you gotta come, spend what a what week with Mike and just get the mental game, dude. <laughs> yeah. Just this is what you w- think about your family? This is what you think that that means I can have your wife? This is my family now. You won't fight it, me. Bro. This is my family now. Hey, I love you, it. See, you're a kind man. So, see, that's why hey, I, I'm a kind, yeah. but I do it to get in their heads. Yeah, yeah. I have to get in people's yeah. heads. The art of war, baby. Yeah. Hey, you know what I think, Mike? Like, uh, I've been thinking this, but you will be great if when I make my boxing debut, I want you in my corner. I want yeah, that man. thing. I'm going to see know? you work. I'm going to see you work, dude. Yeah. I'm see you work. I want to get your work. Absolutely. Everything you know. And you know it. Look. You know you are like a library. Absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's all about habit. It's habit. Working every day. You go through your routine every day, regardless of your sit-ups, your push-ups, your running, your exercise, your sparring. Every day, your hot water, your cold water, your vitamins, your diet. It's every day. It's just every day for, like, what, um, 90 days? Mm. It's every day. Get what? You get, um, you get Sunday off. Yeah. It's every day. Every day. So mm-hmm. are you under contract with the UFC? Three fights. Yeah. So you got three more fights? Yeah. Oh, listen, they're so going to hold them. They ain't going to get them tight, but they're going to hold them. Mm. You know, but his objective is to stay active. Yeah. Sometimes, you know what you do? You know what Cuss you would do I with mean, me? Like, he would get my sparring partners, and we would just have, and they'd be top sparring, they'd be contenders, and we fight for real in the gym. Sparring partners, but fight for real, and they pay him like it's like sparring, we, you know, for a yeah. fight. We pay, but we fight for real. We have to constantly keep you sharp. Keep you sharp. You're fighting yeah. every day, fighting top guys every day in the gym. So it's really it's training, but it's like fighting too. Uh huh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, but uh, my problem now is not uh, really being in contract with the USA. It's just to have fight, mm. you know, because it's been uh, four months already, and uh, this I still need uh, maybe like two month uh, notice. So it's going from now. If I have, to, they're gonna offer me a fight. It's gonna be for two months. We're gonna uh, be like six months from my last fight, mm. and I still don't have fight. So this can. Keep Listen, I had 15 fights in one year. You have to stay busy as much as possible. Yeah. Stay busy. 15 fights. One year, 15 fights. Wow. Stay busy. Huh? Um, my first year, 80, 85, 84, 85, my first year. Wow, bro. 15 fights. 15 fights in yeah. a year. You wow. Keep it busy. Stay fighting. Stay. Fighting. It got to be your life. You can do it breathing. It's like sleeping. Yes, but uh, you know, in MMA, it's not exactly like boxing. You cannot have as much fight. Why is that? No, because uh, there is a lot of injury in MMA, uh-huh. as training as in fight. And then listen, listen, you know, listen. So. Let me tell you. Listen, talk, let me tell you. You're just like that. You saw the way you fight. The way I fight, most likely you ain't. Go, you can have. You ain't gonna get hurt. You ain't gonna be the one getting hurt. You're mm-hmm. gonna hurt everybody else. 
The percentage is just is that way. The way you're beating these guys, these guys are intimidated. They lost before you even hit them. They don't want to be in there. Yeah. Definitely. I see when they fight, they're scared to death. Some guys you hit, you don't, you don't want him click. You feel like you miss them. They, they faint. <laughs> nah, man, you got to take it serious. When you're a fighter, you got to take it serious. They be playing now, but when you're in there, you're across from that guy, you got to take it serious. I don't want to shake your hand until the fight's over, motherfucker. Don't come up here and be no gentleman, friend. We're going to fight. I'll shake your hand when the fight is over. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you know, and people know in the crowd, they know you're serious. We'll fight, you know. No, you know, I tap you. know, I'm not going to be an asshole. You tap me, mm-hmm, but I'm not going to be all buddy with you. We'll be friendly when I win. You know, yeah. fight is over, we'll be friendly. They get in your head, they trying to be friendly with you. Put your guard down there in the bell ring. They go at you like they're going to fucking kill you. That's what they want. Yeah, that's what they think, but I love you. Yeah. This man went, and then they come at you like a motherfucker. They always say, oh, this is a good brother, you know. We go, man. And then they come at you like he hates your fucking because you raped his sister, so they just want to kill you. Yes, that look like this yeah. traitor. Yeah. They, they keep their knife exactly, uh, but the right behind, like, and they come to, to hook you like, hey, my brother, yeah, they have a knife. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They fight you so hard. Those, I know those kind of guys. I hate that because they're always nice. Nothing bothers me. Okay. <laughs> they get in a minute try to kill you. And then they do it. Hey, Mike, did you see that show? Hey, Mike, can you pass me that? Like, they're friendly. Your buddy. Yeah. Put your guard down. Yeah. And they get in there. You say, whoa, fuck. They're trying to kill you. <laughs> totally I thought we were friends. They totally, that's what they do. They put your guard. They get you yeah. relaxed. Yeah. I don't like those kind of fights. Yeah, I don't like that either. But I think some guys just able to be like uh to make everything, to separate everything, be professional, like a fighter, and just be a different guy outside of fighting. Mm. You know, they can be nice, maybe some to make you put your guard down, uh, guard down, and someone is just nice. But when they get into there, they just have to do what they are there for. Absolutely. You Absolutely. know? But listen, now that, that's why boxing is such an um, interesting book, because not everybody could do that. Everybody wants to be able to do it, but not everybody can do it. Some guys, listen, I don't know if you've seen this yet. Some fighters, some guys in the gym, they could be anybody in the world, a champ, they could be anybody. Mm-hmm. But you put them in a ring, yeah. you get you put some lights on, you get some popcorn, a drink, and they go, and he panics. Yeah, yeah. But in the gym, he'll kill a champ. Nobody could beat him in the gym. Yeah. But as soon as he get in the ring, he fucking passes out. Yeah. yeah. Practice squad heroes, man. Huh? Why is that? They, hey, listen. Some guys are gamers. They could do it in the gym, but they can't do it. They ain't ready for the big time. It's just that. This is the big time, baby. Yeah. They don't you got the that. guts. Big time don't care how good you are. You need the heart and that guts. Yeah. Skills really don't matter. You need the big time. How much guts, how much How much you're willing to take to win that belt. Mm. That's different than you have to be in there. Yeah. 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 You see that in football all the yeah, time. Yeah, how much too. you can take. Yeah. How much, not how much you can give out, how much you can take yeah. in order to give something out. Yeah. Well, Francis, what what are you doing in the meantime, brother? What are you doing to keep yourself sharp? You getting into movies? Mike was yeah. saying earlier. You're movie. Yeah, listen, man. Fast and the Furious Eleven, you're dude. Fucking, you're the fucking villain. You're, fucking, you're fucking a he's, movie he's character. A Look, he's a doll. He's a, he's an action doll. Look at him. He's cut like the action. The doll. superhero, dude. Definitely. That guy over there is his job. So you have to tell him. He's my manager. Yeah, who are you? Shout out Markel. What's his name? Markel? Markel. Hey, Markel, man. What's your yeah. reputation in this business as an agent? So nigga? he's Get the guy. Here. Come on in, bro. 
Him Come and on. he and he and Alex. <laughs> Who are you talking to them? Who are, what's your name, brother? Markel Martin, agent at CAA Sports. I represent the Combat Sports Division. All right. Here in LA. So so yeah. To your point, you know, Francis was he just fin- finished shooting last month, Fast and Furious. You know what I mean? Working on another big movie he just auditioned for. Uh, I can't really give you guys I that I understand, but he's working, cool though, confidence. right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, we keep him busy. Stuff. He oh, keeps yeah. him busy. Oh, he deserves sure. that. That's our job. Alex Avon, CAA, you know what I mean? He can't. He chose us because we're the best in the business. We're the best in the world at what we do. You know what I mean? We work as you a You guys got to make so. him feel beautiful. He's oh, the yeah. When it comes oh, to this. He feels that. He knows the foreign language. No, no, no. I'm not I'm not feeling beautiful. No, I'm, I'm hungry. Yeah. You know, you, you know, like ah, I want it. I want everything. Yeah, you, you know, our, you our thing eat is everything cheap. up and still look beautiful. Right. <laughs> See, as long as you're working out, you yeah. won't get fat. You can still eat. I do like the action figure doll, though. Yeah, I haven't. That, we haven't that. thought about that. But that's about the next thing. <laughs> All in Africa, you know what I mean? Yeah. Have, have yeah. His first doll come out for sure. That. Action figure, kung fu grip, nigga. MMA grip. That's dope, <laughs> bro. No doubt, dude. Yeah, go uh, in there, bro. Yeah, so we gotta yeah, grab that chair. Set goals out and say, "This is what I'm, I want to accomplish." You gotta write them down. Say, "This is what I want to do." I want everybody in this country to know my name. Here, here. I want to. I want to date the most beautiful girls in town. That exactly what would be. I want to have be. the most beautiful car. I want to have the most nice, the, the most beautiful house in Beverly Hills. When people come visit me, I have somebody open the door. That's what I did. I always spent my life, my big mansions. And oh, yeah. Here and this. I want to fly You just envisioned it all. Yeah, I lived by the Hershey's and shit. I lived by my next door neighbor was um, Malcolm Forbes. I was just chilling. He used to come by my house and chill out. And he, he had that Lamborghini Jeep. And I said, what the fuck is that? At first time I met him, I said, what the fuck is that? I was like 20 years old. What the fuck is that? And it was a beautiful Jeep. And then I bought one. <laughs> Yeah, we were riding. Oh my God. That's so Malcolm Forbes came out and I said, what is that? And I That's dope, dude. Believe me, I have those dreams, too. I have those hey, dreams. Your reality is in your mouth. You know, you, whatever you say, you know? Yeah. You come, you know, no, all that stuff. But I found out, I realize now as I got older, all that stuff, that's some, um, open sesame, abacadabra, those are things, those, those are affirmations, ancient affirmations. Yeah. I found that those are ancient affirmations, the abacadabra, ses, open sesame, and all that stuff. Those are foreign, ancient, ancient, thousands of year old affirmations. Yeah. Exactly. And, and, and him speaking boxing into his existence, you know, the moment Francis and I met, that was one of the first things that he said he wanted to do. Was not only be become UFC champion of now, the if world. You do that, imagine that you were boxing UFC champion. You would cross the line. That would never be done. Nobody would ever probably do it. That would be so awesome. Hey, exactly. You know, uh, F- F- uh, Tyson Fury just yeah. said he want to cross over and come to the UFC. Oh, that's gonna be interesting. And fight. I'm like, I'm gonna welcome. Yeah, I'm gonna welcome you here, and I'm gonna meet, uh, uh, give you the uh, return you the service in the ring. Oh, oh, yes, oh. I mean. <laughs> Exactly. I fucking we want that Tyson Fury fight. We had Tyson here too. Yeah, yeah. Here too. So, I want that fight. Exactly. So, so I'm I'm, I'm going to tell you right here what, what what's going to happen. Where are you, you from, dude? Where I'm from? I'm from San Bernardino, California, yeah. the Inland Empire. Yep. Oh, I, love it. Yeah. So, I, so a little bit of quick background on me. I moved to Las Vegas. I'm a football player. But I moved to Las Vegas. I, I worked for Dana. I worked at UFC for five years. You know what I mean? Before I started uh, repping fighters. Dana bought me my very first suit. You know what I mean? Awesome. I love, love the guy. So, great great guy. You have to. You know, he's a savage <laughs> on the business side of things. But, <laughs> but I get that. You know what I mean? But 
now that I'm on this side, you know, it's my job and our job to make sure that fighters like Francis has the best opportunities to be more than just a, a, a fighter. You know what I mean? What he's trying to do in Africa for the kids, that's big. You know, yeah. he's got his foundation. You know what I mean? He has he has dreams because, again, it's, it's prize fighting at the end of the day. You know, you know, at, at a lot a lot of times he's got to capitalize on his talents while he's young, while he's on the top of the game. Listen, so, I'm, I'm, listen let me tell you something. Listen, you what he what he um, what he's talking about. He talked in existence. He doesn't even know it. He doesn't even know. You know that. Um, you know, I, yeah, I could probably say that. You know, UFC is going into boxing, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't think. I thought, I thought he could do. I think we could say now he's going to no, boxing, and yeah. the possibility I'm gonna be involved as well. It's a possibility, and I was saying you don't have to go nowhere. It's right here. It's coming to no, you. No, I mean we don't have to, but I have no, no, to no, achieve no. that no, dream. No, 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 no. You know, but you don't got to go out of anyway. You're right here. You're right place. Saying you'll see, mm-hmm. and the boxing's coming to you. Yes, yeah. that's what I'm yeah. saying. It's we don't have to you. You know, it's coming to you. But Mike, it's got to be under the right circumstances. Oh no, definitely right. Yeah. But it's coming to him for sure. For sure, it's coming to him. You know, and, and, and we talk about it. We, shoot, it's we just had lunch a, a minute ago and just talked about it. They you know, don't understand. They don't understand. He understands the space. The, the pay scale in boxing is different than UFC. Yeah, mm. and, and that and that's where I think you know what's going to be interesting. But he understands that. I don't know. What the is situation. he willing he to understand. pay? I don't know about that, but he understands like that. that. You know, Dana's smart. Uh, he does. He does. He <laughs> you know, Dana's smart, but his, his value. UFC is the most, the, the, yeah. the fastest rising sport in the world. Exactly. But their champion don't get paid more than the heavyweight champion. No, world. Canelo just made $35 million. Yeah. And no one watched it, and they were waiting on no the, the UFC fight to yeah. finish. Yeah. Nobody watched it. You, you know what I mean? Right, exactly. No, no, Nobody really... Cares. I mean, much respect to Canelo, but if if uh, Dana and Zufa Boxing, whatever, if they really wanted to put the marketing dollars and promotional dollars behind Francis, who I, I'll ask you, who's the most marketable potential UFC fighter to cross over into boxing? Um, the little brother. What's his name? Um, um, uh, proper twelve. Oh, Connor. 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 I I think that's more of a spectacle. I I don't disagree. He's a star. Yeah. Listen. A spectacle, but listen, this is where it's not a spectacle. Mm-hmm. This is the only, it's a spectacle, yeah, but this is where it's not. This is why that was, listen, um, he never really had a boxing match in his life, right? Right. He didn't have a boxing match, right? Mm-hmm. He went 10 rounds with the greatest fighter in the last 100 years of boxing. No, Connor's a beast. Connor's a beast. They could, oh, no, no, yeah. no, 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 no. You're not listening to me. You're not, you don't understand what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. He went 10 rounds, scored punches on the greatest fighter in the last 20 years, 100 years. Yeah. Did he do something? Did he accomplish something? A star. See, people ain't looking. People just want to see the black guy beat the white guy. They just want to see it. But look what he had to fight against. Mm-hmm. And look what he did when he fought against it. That's true. True. <laughs> because nobody Can I imagine did it. Listen, imagine the guy that never had a boxing match and he's he fighting boxing with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so 10 rounds and he's fighting me and we're fighting. I don't think he makes the 10 rounds. Yeah, but imagine if he did. But imagine if he did and we're fighting. I'm doing my thing. That's a bad motherfucker. First fight, 10 rounds with the champ, the best champ in the last 50 years or something like that. Yeah. That's the winner of the fight. Yeah. That's the winner. This should have been a one-round, two-round fight. Fight four. He should have took it easy. It should have been easy. He had to sweat. He had to fight him. He was fighting somebody that was throwing back, mm-hmm. and he was worried. That's the only thing. When the guy's throwing back, you got to be apprehensive. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing in boxing. He's throwing back. Normally, the guy that he should have panicked and not been throwing punches back. He he kept fighting. He should have panicked. Yeah. He never been in this shit. And he went there with the greatest fighter in the business. He should have panicked. He kept his cool.
So why is the money so different if UFC has become the fastest growing sport in the world and boxing is sort of on a decline? Hey, listen, um, they just know how to promote it. Uh. It's about promoting it. The boxing's 200 years. And it's know what it is? It's habit, too. Uh. We're addicted to the promotion. Um, what does it call again? Subliminal. Mm. It's subliminal. We don't want it, but he makes us buy it anyway. We don't even, we don't like him, but we still buy his fight. It's not exciting, but we still buy his fight. Uh. You know what I mean? Because it's, it's blending in the mind. It's the right thing to do. People are talking about it because it's hitting everybody, and people are talking about it because it's hitting them too, and the boom, it hits you from your friend and then your wife. Hey, you think you want to go to the fight? Yeah, we had to fight. Yeah. That's what, it's not like people want to go to the fight. We get forced to go to the fight. Yeah. We're yeah. slaves to the... Subliminal message. They've been doing this for thousands of years. They know how to. They know how to make us spend our money. We're puppets. <laughs> <laughs> Just like we have people that are puppets to us, there's people that we're puppets to. You know, like I was told my 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 my, my wife that we're watching Anthony, we're watching this and the different, we're watching all the characteristics. And I said, baby, now guess who's watching us? You know, someone's watching us. Just like we watching those ants. You, you can't believe we're the superpower and we're the only one here. Our brain and our thought even tells us that, that someone's watching us. Mm-hmm. We even feel in our mind somebody's watching. We don't even know why we feel that way, but we feel like somebody's watching us. Yeah. You know? But yeah, to, to, to your point, I mean, it is, it is a habit of, of, you know, your question was why, hasn't, why is there a difference in money mm-hmm. making between UFC and, and boxing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Boxing has that tradition of, of paying the the fighters eighty percent you know promote I mean, the six round eight round fighter even yes. you're a big time fighter you right. pay you know say ten thousand dollars that's good money if you're a ten round fighter eight round fighter you're not fighting big fights right yeah. right yeah. but it's, it's 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 different in the UFC but you you see the UFC fighters now they have a platform to where I mean even Jorge Masvidal he he, he made he made some money but now he's calling out Canelo why yeah. because if you cross over into that sport. Your your values higher, your values I- increase, and then you can you can kind of demand more well, of that listen, money. Listen, mm-hmm. but that's that's true too. But listen, I'm gonna take it to another level. Mm-hmm. You just you don't know about boxing, right? Well, I'm take it to another right. level, right? Oh, this is gonna blow your mind. Um, so say you you make that crossover now, right? In that fight, say you did great. But say you, say you did great, but it didn't turn out well for you, and um. You got a big payday, pay what, $100 million? Mm-hmm. So you say, hey, listen, I'm giving you a fight, a big fight in UFC. I need another $100 million. That'd be awesome. I can't get $100 million. Then know what happened? Guy like him, he gets, a, he gets a, 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 a fucking power drink commercial. He got $40 million. You know what I mean? Yes, he's drinking soda, maybe 50 or 20, but whatever. He got that. It's just popping this show and his fucking muscles pumping. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm getting serious. I know it's funny, but I'm not trying to make you laugh. And, um, they love that. All those internationals, Germans and everything, looking this big. Because that's why I have all the Germans, all the Germans and the European people, they, some of them, they all go to Africa to get boned out and stuff. You see a lot of the Germans and stuff coming. They don't see them. They don't come in Cameroon. They, they, yeah, they, the they resort, go. So they yeah. come to the resorts there, yeah, right? Yeah. yeah, they do that. They come there and stud them out. You know what I mean? They just looking at them. Francis, Francis, Francis. <laughs> listen, today they use listen, more internet. You think you think I'm laughing? What do they do to Anthony Joshua? Mm. And you, what does Caucasians over there do to him? Exactly. You think, nigga, I'm not playing. This is real shit, nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He'll be a god. I, they don't even know why they like him. They just know that I'm supposed to like him. Uh, uh. 
Uh-huh. It's just something. It's just that you know. It's just that they once they set their mind. Just like me, once I set my mind, I'll leave. Linda Duran. Once I'm with them all the way. Anything they sell, I'm buying, mm-hmm. even though it's no good for me. It's just my mind is planted that way. Yeah, I want to be connected to them. That makes me feel better. That makes me look better. That makes my ego feel better. It's just what it is. You know, I know him. That's my man. What's up? It's, it's, it makes us feel good. No people, I don't know. It's just uh, that's just how we program. That's why you're aging. You want to help famous people. And you want to be known as help, helping these people, and some other people will come to you. Yeah. That's who we are as people. We're social yeah. animals. Yeah, yeah. That's how that's how we get subliminally tricked to do things because we're social animals. This is the right thing we're supposed to do, but just that now we're paying for it. Yeah, I got a question for you. So I mean, no one can know. I, no one in this room knows a fighter's mind like you do. So. If you're Francis, what is his next steps? What do you think? What, what? Listen, he always, he always, he's always a gentleman, as he is, right? Because mm-hmm. that's what he's always a gentleman. But he could politely call people out. You got to call people out. Mm-hmm. Yes, you have to let the people know that this is what I'm aware. Of. Make them aware of what's going on. Since mm-hmm. these guys don't want to fight them, and then people make the crowd, make the people aware that the people are afraid to fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've offered this for him. I offered this. I asked him to fight me here. What is it that I have to do? Do I have to take cut off my arm for him yeah. to fight me? Yeah. Yeah, say something polite like that. What does yeah. it have to do for him to fight me? Because nobody wants to call this dude out. Say, listen, say, listen. Course, say, listen. Go like this. Say, listen. I give you the, the lion's share of the purse. Please fight me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would do. I'd do that. I'd say, listen, listen, you take my purse. Please fight me. Come fight me. You're going you're gonna to have to use it for a hospital bill anyway, but please fight. Come on, that, please. Man. I used to always say, you, I give you my trip. You're going to use it to buy a fly wheelchair. That's all. So, please. All you got to do that, but always be polite. Yeah. Always be a gentleman. People won't think you're a savage animal. Even that's what they want, but they know in his, they know from his past that's what he is. Oh, yeah. So he doesn't have to act like one. They know he's one. So be a contrary to be a, a polite gentleman. Call him out politely and say, hey, listen, what do I have to do to fight you? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Do I have to beat up your little brother or something? You know, what do I have to do? Yeah. Come on. Make your family, give, give some pride to your family. Yeah. At least you fought. You didn't stay on the wall and did nothing and look like a right. coward. Please. I'm embarrassed asking you to fight me. Yeah. I'm embarrassed for you. <laughs> you know, stuff like right. that. God. It's, especially if a boxer, right, won't fight an MMA guy in boxing. Because I feel, I want Francis to, to fight a guy like Tyson. I want him to fight a guy like Deontay Wilder. Why not? Sure. Oh, absolutely. Sure. But once you get the cut, listen. This is what it comes down to, and it looks like it's easy for you to receive because you, you have your ego. You have to believe in yourself. You have Definitely. To believe, no, you have to believe that you're here for a purpose to enrich the world. No, you have to believe this deep down. This is why I'm born. This is why you're across from me. This is why you're across from me. Why do you think you're here? You think you're here by osmosis? This is just you're lucky, and this is the break that you had in your life, and you and me are across from me because that's what you want. That's what you wanted, right? Oh, oh yeah. And that's what happened. And it's the same thing with the championship. Definitely. It's the same thing. It's like this with when the champion it comes to you. Your destiny is in your mouth, in your mind. Definitely, man. And the person who, once you, once you receive that, that level of confidence, you know what I mean, and it's practiced properly, it was surpass a genius. There's nothing more supreme than confidence. Confidence breeds success, and success breeds confidence. Applied properly, you're inconquerable. Mm-hmm. You know, it's very deep what uh, what you're saying because, like, uh, I don't used to talk too much to share my thought with people because they always think I'm like uh, over. Um, 
overthinking. Stop, stop right there. Stop right there. Uh, yeah. That's what they want you to say. They don't want you to talk about yourself. They want you to believe that you're a dumb nigga from Africa and you're a monkey. They want you to believe that. They don't want you to believe that you, hey, they don't want you to believe that you're divinely guided. Mm. They don't want you to believe that. Once you believe that, then that's what's going to yeah, happen. And when you believe that, people, people don't like this. No, no, no. no people don't no, like that. No, that's not true. Yeah. Listen, they love it. They just don't got the balls to be that way. Yeah. They wish they were you, but that's why they say that's not nice because that's what they were, this, that's what, um, they were, they were limited to. So they want you to be limited, but there's nothing personal. They just want you to be in that situation. Yeah. We love company. They're successful, but just they're feeling successful. Huh. You know what I mean? They're successful at the ceiling. You want to break through the ceiling and go to the stars, the universe, the galaxies. Mm. That yeah. I, yes, and uh, I think you don't understand. I mean, uh, I really, it's very interesting how the way that you break down things because that, I can relate in in that like uh, keep your, keep, your, keep your thoughts to yeah. yourself. Yeah. Once people know your yeah. thoughts and how you feel about yourself, they're trying to block them. Yes, and you give them information to block them, so you don't let them know your thoughts. Never let no one know your thoughts. You keep your thoughts to yourself. Yeah. Don't let nobody invade your privacy. Very, it's very interesting. Yeah. I'm, I'm deep. You have to the believe this. And you have to know this. One thing I'm gonna tell you, and this is spiritual, right? Yeah. See all it's, your stuff, really all your fights, see all your fights and stuff. All your, all your knockers is spectacular. Know what that means? All this good stuff happening to you. Know what that means? That you're favored by God. You know that, right? Yeah. You know that, right? But this is something, you may, this something that you may not know, too. When you're favored by God, you're also favored by the devil. He's coming for you, too. <laughs> so you just got to be strong and stay on the right side. Whose side are you going to go on? He's going to give you power, too. He's going to get in your head, too. But it's whose side are you going to stay with? You stay with who brought you here. Hmm. You stay. You go home with the guy that brought you to the dance. Mm. You know. Oh, oh you look. You're powerful. You, he wants you. He's coming at you. He's gonna tell you evil. He's gonna tell you how beautiful you are. And he's gonna tell you, I made you beautiful. So you do what I say. Mm. I'm not gonna let you get all this fame. And I'm not gonna enjoy this pleasure either. He might want you to fuck him, but you're not supposed to fuck. But I want to fuck her. <laughs> you know. They get in your head. And yeah. They make you believe you deserve it. Why don't you deserve it? Didn't Mike Tyson tell you no should be a foreign language? Oh, they talk to you like they're the, your best friend. You have to be disciplined. Disciplined in doing what you hate to do, but do it like you love it. Say, maybe I'm going to go home tonight. Yes, remember, God loves you, so does he. He's after you, too. It's a war. You got to really believe that. You if you don't to, believe it, you'll find out. And you have to be smart uh, to, keep, to stay in the right side. Uh-huh. Need faith, because you're not smarter than Satan, brother. I know you may think you ain't smarter than Satan. You need faith. You need faith, brother. He's good. He knows your weakness. He knows you before you were existing. He knew your mother before you knew your father. He knew he knows you before God. He knew your existence. They knew you together. They were there when they made you together. He know you. Mm. You can't know secrets from him. You can't talk slick to him. Yeah, but having... He gives you all your thoughts probably sometimes. I think having faith, too, is being smart. Because faith, we, yeah. we don't have all the... We all don't have a chance to It's, it's not smart. Faith. It's the ultimate way. It's the only way. You don't have to be smart. You have to know you have to do it, and it's going to work. You only got to stick with what's work. You know what's not going to work. You've been in Africa. You know what's not going to work. Oh, like yeah. your friend, oh, this is not good. You're never going to be any. Doubt is not going to work. No doubt. Doubt should be eliminated. You should be a doubt annihilator. Mm. You should be an annihilator of doubt. <laughs> you kill people in the ring, you should kill doubt in your mind and in your soul, and your heart. Kill it. It's dead. Fight it every day because it's going to be hard. It's not going anywhere. 
go try to try throw as many negative thoughts at you as possible. And you got to throw as many and triple the positive thoughts. Whatever, throw, throw three of them, you throw 16 back at them. How much you love yourself and how great you are. And how you love God for your hands and your feet and your legs and your skin and your movements and everything. Thank you, your gratitude. For your life. Yes. Your, you know, your blessings triple when you have gratitude. Yeah. You can still be arrogant, but long as you thank God, give him gratitude. Thank yeah. my mother for my hands. Thank my mother for caring for me and make me put in that situation. Gratitude. Buy your mother something nice. Thank you, Ma. It's all gratitude. It's all, I learned gratitude. I never had gratitude. I was friendly. I was generous. But I always did it to get something. Mm-hmm. You know, you got to do it for nothing. It yeah. comes back. I learned that. It's just what you throw out there. Comes back to you, my. And plus, I was a hater too, so that's too why a lot of stuff happened to me. Because I was hating on people, jealous for people. You know, in my mind, keep my thoughts mad at him. I wanted that woman. You know, just jealous. Mm-hmm. And all that shit comes back around. It just comes back, and you can't help it. You keep it to yourself. You're nice to feel it, but you got those fucking thoughts when it comes back. Boom! And he said, "Oh, I remember what happened to my man. He got hit by a car. I love that nigga." You just don't know he was hating on you. Mm-hmm. He got locked up. Oh, that bitch ain't shit. Nigga didn't like you anyway. What you saying that shit for? You know, that shit happens, you know. Yeah. Got to keep your thoughts clean. Yeah. No bad shit. Else when it's bad, you got some bad shit, you got to say, I'm sorry, I didn't mean that, God. Whatever. That's just my thing. Yeah. It comes back to you when you think the niggas. I'm a great, I'm a firm believer. Like, Even comes back. I think you're right on, man, with all that, you know. Um, well, Francis, I know you got to get, get out of here, Now, man. where are you going right now? That's interesting. When you leave here, where are you going? What's your next thing? Uh, going back to Vegas. Vegas. What are you doing in Vegas? Where do you live at in Vegas? I live in Vegas. Where do you live at in Vegas? Um, Silverado Ranch. Silverado? No, Silverado. That or Easton? Which one? Uh, Is it Henderson? Las Vegas Boulevard. No, no, Henderson. No? Yes, Las Vegas Boulevard. And, and uh, what? Before, before it's Houston. Houston? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, fuck. Silverado Ranch. Well, man, it's been awesome having you here, brother. Yeah. Good luck and to you. Yes. Thank you very much. And it's so just listen, such an honor. Let me, how do you handle your money? Are you good with money? Oh, really good. No, really, what's, what's, what's you good with money? Uh, good with money? Uh, money? I'm really good, you know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's good. As, as I said, uh, I, as I was saying before about my mom, I'm like about about the same way, you know always think about tomorrow about next year i always think like uh, this could be uh, the only thing that i have uh, from now you know how do i gonna handle it you know trying to be smart trying to think about tomorrow next year you know why are you doing that too live for today you know it's always think about today live for the day enjoy this moment this moment right here this second right here because that's only happiness when you're in the moment we're not in the moment right this second but sometimes we're talking we're just in the moment we ain't thinking about nothing else but this moment that's that's happiness yeah and it became very difficult to me to like live in the moment as you're saying because i always carry it like this fear like oh this thing could break down no let's keep it Let's save Listen. something. Let's save Listen. for tomorrow. Annihilate that doubt. It's never yeah. going to break down. It's not going to break down. Hmm. You're destined to be here for something. You're destined to help your mother. You have things to do. How could it break down? How could you put that thought in your mind? It can't break down. I got things to do. I got to get my mother over here. The fuck is going to break down? Don't ever say that again. The fuck yeah. is going to break down. I got to get my mother. The fuck, I wanted that. What the fuck am I thinking about it breaking down? Don't even think about it. It's going to go well and mom's going to be over here. And I'm going to give her grandkids. And that's what she's going to do. Take care of the grandkids. Yeah, I mean, 
you say as you said before you have the dev the god and the devil and sometimes you have this positive thought you keep having positive thought and sometimes the negative thought trying to sneak around and hey, you're like hey, check fighting hey, time, time. that's cool right hey, hey, that's cool right yeah. doesn't that happen to you what tell them what happened tell them tell them tell tell, them. say it again i mean like uh when you keep high uh, fighting you fighting uh, with uh again this negative yeah. thought even though you're trying to be positive all the yeah. time but there's some moment like i don't know like negative trying to take over mm. and you have to really fight hard to put him away yeah. you know well <laughs> like does that happen to you don't you some of the negatives and intervene in your positive thoughts absolutely how about you all the time how about you yeah. listen it's hey, a practice you, you, man you, you ain't you ain't different yeah. yeah what choice are you gonna make you'll go with the negative what's they're gonna take you away from all of us probably I definitely going to stay with the positives. Going to keep us together forever and see us succeed and prosper. Yeah. Get abundance. We're yeah. positive. Yeah, that's where we're going to stay. We're positive. And listen, if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. They couldn't fight the, everybody can't fight the temptations. That's the whole thing. Once you do good, God's giving you everything. And they'll say, hey, let's see if you handle this. So he, God really likes him. Hey, let me throw this bitch in and see if he likes that better than God. Or let me throw this money. Or let me throw this house at him. See how he acts that. Fuck God, huh? <laughs> That's it, man. Yeah. That's, that's it. That's how you got to stay on that side. No, fuck you, nigga. Oh, that's yeah. They're sticking with the bright side. That's the best, the best yeah. side. Because listen, yeah. that's going to happen. I see it. It's happening. Your success. The light is on you. That's mm. a trip. You don't even know it, but you feel it. The light is on you. You're throwing the wide, but the light is on you. Everybody you see like you. Everybody sees them like them, huh? Look, everybody you see bitches want to fuck you. You got it all. Don't fuck it I'm up. I'm not sure about that. No, no. Hey, 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 listen. Hey, listen. I've been around. I know what's going on. Oh, yeah. What's going on? Okay. No one wants you to know. I take my words out. Nobody wants you to know because if it's possible, maybe if you don't know I like you more than you like me, I can get a price from you. You know? That's what it comes. You always let people. You're the prize. You're the champ. You're the best fighter of God's creation. You got to believe that. You're the best fighter since the beginning of the dawns. You know, you have to believe that. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know it's laughing, but you have to believe it. Yeah. You have to believe it because if you don't believe it, you won't be that person. And you're on that road to try to be that person. So even though it's embarrassing, why are you on this road? This road is to be the greatest fighter in the history of the world. That's what the road is for. Mm. And you're on the road and you're laughing like, no, I don't want to know. You got to accept it. Yeah, embrace it. There. You got to embrace it. This is it. Yeah. Greatness. You're on the road you're to greatness. There. Don't be afraid of it. Name, greatness is scary. That's why a lot of great people don't make greatness because they're afraid of it. You gotta grasp it and say it's mine, but you know, ordained by God. Mm. You have to believe it. Don't have to tell nobody. Just believe it. I know when I say these words, these words sound cool. So when I used to hear the words, I said, "Fuck!" I know you want those words. Ordained God's ordaining me with greatness, and it's true. But you gotta believe it. Why wouldn't he yeah. want to do this? Why he gave less people than you greatness? People lesser than you greatness? Why wouldn't he want to give you greatness? Because you, I think, I assume because you believe. Yeah. Believe in it. Believe in it. Believe is, his, is your way of worshiping him. Believe yeah. in his, his creation. You're his creation. Why are you going to be negative to something that God made? He made you. Why are you going to think you're nothing? Why are you going to think negative things about you? God made you. You don't like God? If you don't like you, I you don't. don't like him. Then no, not if you don't like you. No, I 
Yeah, you gotta love you. If you love God, you gotta love you. I think he loves you're me God, too. You're God's creation. So if you t- disrespect yourself and set yourself up, or, uh, what's that word? Um, sabotage yourself. You disrespecting God. I set the found out late in life. All I was doing was disrespecting God. I wasn't disrespecting myself. I'm God's creation. I'm disrespecting Him. Mm-hmm. Keep yourself clean. What you gonna say when you see it? When you you know all that shit. He saw anything you think you did that was bad. Or you didn't like. He saw you do it. That's how you be looking at these ants. He's watching us. So we're going to have to explain. Well, I didn't know. People thought that you're a boxer. They didn't know that you're like a philosopher. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. Listen, exactly. I, I, I had to be beaten in submission. It didn't, happen, be- it didn't happen happen the night. I had to go to prison for this. I had to lose all my money for this. I had to lose my wives. I had to lose my gold digger girlfriends who I love so much. I had to lose all that stuff for this. To get whatever I have. Whatever you think I have. I had to lose. It's all about loss. Ain't all about gain. gain. My gain is about loss. Yes. And you gain. You always gain more when you love something. Oh, no doubt about it. You appreciate it more. Mm-hmm. You learn gratitude. Mm-hmm. Life is about loss. As time goes on, we lose fights, we lose people we love, we lose our hair, and then we lose our life. You know? It's all a loss. But by these loss, by from all these losses we learn so much and all the all the experiences that we learn is just is it's, it's inconceivable. It's just beautiful. Life is beautiful. Even at its worst it's, at its worst, it's beautiful. Just to have life is beautiful. Even slavery times they laughed and enjoyed that moment of life. When they were treated so badly, they had a moment where they could sit down and laugh. Even they're laughing at the slave master, they're just laughing in that moment. Yes, I played their yeah. music. Yeah, that moment. It's all about the moment. Nothing, nothing forever. Nothing lasts. If we were happy, continuously, you know what I mean, continuously, like every second of the minute we were happy, we might have a heart attack. How could nobody be happy every second of the day? It's, just, it's not enough time. We have to be other things by happy. We have to be sad. We have to be de- determined. We have to be, per, per, um, you know, we have to be... Um, um, pretty pre- um, precise on how we make our next move. Mm. You know, we have to be practical in our life. We have to be so many things, and then we have to be happy. If so many things have to be encouraged to, to be, be happy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. To make that moment special, yeah. because if you're happy all the time, yeah. you don't uh, appreciate it. At no the same. way. Yeah. No, that's why you're happy because you understand pain and pleasure. Is you know what I mean? Yeah. It's awesome, dude. That's, this is a fucking great show. Love, right? wow. That's the science of love, right? Pain <laughs> and pleasure. It's been right? great having you here, love, brother. It's dope. Yeah, no, you're dope. You're dope, Why bro. you're dope? Because you're the future. You're special than all of us. You're the, you're the future and you're in your prime. Imagine the, that, the future in its prime. The future doesn't make sense without the past. No, the past dictate, doesn't dictate your future. The past is the past. And the past can't live in the future. The past has to stay in the past because when it comes in the future, it deteriorates the future. It stays in the past. The future doesn't belong in the past. Yes, but the past built the future. That's what I'm saying. The, pa- the, past, the past can see the future, yes. The past can see the future, but it can't be involved with it. Mm. <laughs> can't be involved, baby. Uh, it's all about, listen, if, it's all if, about if evolving. I, yes, the if, past I'm the can't future, evolve. if I'm the future champ, you are the past champ, and... Um, your, you being charm in the past built me going to be charm in the future. And you being champ in the future is going to allow another champ in Africa to be the champ. Yeah, definitely. No it's doubt. just how it goes. Yeah. No doubt. It's just how it goes. Yeah. We always got to pay it forward. So past built the future. Absolutely. 
Okay. It's we'll awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. Mike, great show, man. I think it was a great show. Yeah, Francis, great thank you. More, more, more than great. I don't. My English is not good enough to no, know the enough. to know the words which is beyond great, but this is more than great. You're great, man. Markel, <laughs> great to have you here, brother. You keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, man. Always look about Alex. and believe in yourself. Even when times are hard, always believe. Don't lose doubt. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Just get rid of annihilate doubt. Yeah. Get rid yeah. Of the doubt. sudden is always Every morning. Every morning I ask God to vaporize any doubt that might linger in my mind. That's one of my affirmations. You mean to say I'm a doubt annihilator? Yeah. Vaporize that yeah. shit, man. Doubt has is no use to you. You, you know? You got to think because you are. You got to say I'm a future king of this world. Every day I'm a future king of this world. When you see this television, you see those beautiful people in their beautiful cars and their beautiful house. And say, listen, I'm a future king to this world. This will all be mine one day. Mm. Well, be my, I know that's what I used to say. I, I mean, so like, you think, uh, yes. You think the, I'm, the, my, I'm your champion, you looked up to me, that's what I used to say. Day <laughs> yeah. by day in every way, I'm getting better, better, and better. That's what I say. And I, I, I understand that, like, the self-believing. Sometimes you wake up, you stand in front of your glass, you look at yourself, you just feel like the king. I'm like, I'm going to have this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do that. Trying to convince yourself. And that also helps you to uh, kick out the doubt. You well, know? Absolutely. You, you you don't convince yourself. You, you already know this is going to happen. You have to let yourself be aware of it. This yeah. is what you want, but you have to let yourself be aware. I yeah. always need affirmations, even before fights. I need it because I'm, I have low self-esteem. You got to do that, you though. Have to, but I'm a megalomaniac because I believe I deserve everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, that was your affirmation. That was Absolutely. part of your affirmation. Absolutely. Man. I refuse to lose. You have yeah. to refuse to lose. I refuse to lose. Even losing matches, I refuse to be discouraged. Nothing will discourage me from reaching my goals. Yeah. You're a great man. You can't let something little, like a little loss discourage you. Great people don't let no. loss discourage you. They let them no. influence them. Yeah. A loss should influence you to be better. Yeah. Yes. Loss help you to to become to find the best version of Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Definitely. Absolutely. Mike, I'm going to take us out. We out of here? We're out of here, brother. Do, hey, what happened to our guy from the, the PFL? We, we down Don? Yeah, Don. Fucking Don. Mike came out. Donnie Davis. You know Don Davis? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Don Davis loves you, man. Yeah, of course he does. Uh, well, he was letting us know you don't have to fight. Wait till you, you can go over here and start promoting. Nigga, start doing your promotion, start doing your training over there. You can still fight over here, but promote over there and train over there. I'm sorry. Hey. Why not? Why not? Well, he told me that then. He's not alive. He said that's what he would do. Yes, that's I, what you want to do, right? Yes, I saw him last week. Yeah, he said you, uh, wanna, you got a couple of guys over there you want to bring over, right? He can get them over here now. Yes. Now, hey, I, hey, hey. You get your mom over here, too. <laughs> hey, listen, this is... This is what you do in your affirmation. You tax your affirmation to help you find the right people to get involved with your life, to push your career, to help you do things. You're going to get in touch with the right people. The right people in life is going to help me with my life. I'm going to connect myself with the right people to help my mother and my friends, my life, my career. Yeah. I'm going to have a great life in America. Thank you, God. Yes, I saw Don last week uh, at the PFA, and uh, uh, we have... We talk a lot about like fighting, and it was very interesting yeah. about African. And he he told me like, find, find some, give me some guy. This is my card. Call me, email me their information. Mm. We're gonna take some guy and promote them. And that's money right there, mm-hmm. right in the hands. Instant money, 
And that's mm-hmm. all you do. You tell whoever's your manager, hey, let me get the, over these fucking three fights I want to do. And you can do it while you fight. You got to let me do promoting. I mean, you can promote your fight, train your fight, do whatever else you over here and fight over here. And I'm not saying, because I love the if your contract's not what you want after your fight's here, hey, we have other places to go. It's just business. It's just business. It's yeah, business. Yeah. Nothing just, personal. Yes, it's business. It's not personal. Business, baby. Not personal. Well, I just want to see good things happen to you. You know, you deserve it. Definitely, yeah. yeah. Thank you. It's coming, dude. I appreciate it. Just have to believe it. I have to believe it. Just don't get, just don't get, don't get discouraged. Let's, don't get let's discouraged. go out, yeah, and fuck everything. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it, you bro. You me out. Yes. That's it. That's what you should be doing as a coach in my corner. Definitely. Yeah, you put me out. I no, I want it. Absolutely. I, <laughs> I love that. I would pump. Listen, listen, I might hit the other guy's managers. I'm the kind of I'm talking. I'm, um, you don't know when I used be, to fight. Oh, damn, it was just, oh, dude. we were fighting. No, we used to fight the other guy. Motherfucker. <laughs> it, was, it was like some nigga shit, really. When we were fighting, motherfucker, I had my drawers on. Motherfucker, fuck you, bitch. Homo, suck my dick. It's just crazy. Hey, bro. <laughs> it was crazy, man. Hey, bro. Crazy. That's amazing, crazy. dude. Well, all right, uh, everybody. <laughs> thanks for watching this episode of Hot Boxing with Mike Tyson. Here, thank you, Francis. Oh, thanks, thank you, You're thank awesome. you very much. Man. I'm Evan Britton. And I'm Mike Tyson. And we're out hey, of here. Francis tell, 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 Francis, how do we find you? You got any um, Instagram, Instagram, Twitter? You? Yeah. Manager. I have my... Um, What's the name? Tell these people how to get in touch with you. My Instagram is uh, Francis Ngano, my Twitter, and my Facebook. And... Uh, this my main contact. Wait, we got like Alex Evans and what, what Michael Michael. What do you got? Eighty million people. How many people are you looking at him now? A lot. You have a lot of people. Yes, um, tell anybody, any single people out there that's interested in talking to you. Yes, in a platonic, platonic way, platonic, right? A platonic, 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 platonic relationship. You tell flex for him, flex for him, baby. Flex, flex, flex. Get him up, with, get him up. Uh, I take out my shirt. Oh, which yeah, shirt? Yeah, yeah, take oh, the shirt. No. Oh, no. That's what he's offering, baby. <laughs> that's what he's offering, <laughs> baby. For that, you got the price. You got to know the price. It doesn't come free. That's it. And we're out of here, everybody. <laughs> this African royalty here. Fucking hey. Yeah, right, Africa king. Hi, this is Danny Roof, the Real GM Radio Podcast, and I want to take a minute to talk about DeAndre Ayton, the number one pick of the 2018 draft. Definitely has not gotten the attention of high-profile lottery picks Luka Doncic and Trey Young during the early going, but he has been excellent and a key part of the Phoenix Suns being on the precipice of the NBA Finals. Ayton is presenting a matchup nightmare for the LA Clippers that Rudy Gobert simply was not. Gobert is a wonderful player, deserving Defensive Player of the Year, but Ayton puts more pressure on opposing defenses. He's used his size mismatches for offensive rebounds, and he's also been able to contest shots around the basket and make life hard on the Clippers there too. So it is a huge performance for him, averaging 20 points, 13 and a half rebounds through the first four games of the series. And it's been so exciting to see a physically talented player really come into his own on the brightest stage so far of his career. Hi, this is Daniel Rue from the Real GM Radio Podcast. It's that time of year again, and all eyes are now on the pro basketball, hockey playoffs, and Major League Baseball season. BetOnline.net has all the action. Basketball, the playoff battles continue as their teams make the run for the championship. America's pastime is in full swing. And let's not forget about hockey's chase for the cup. BetOnline has you covered. If you love golf, MMA, championship boxing, they have that too. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite sports, the news, scores, and odds. So head to 
the website, use your mobile device, and bring home the game with betonline.net. 